You, you found us. us! Welcome to Going Against the Flow podcast, where you and your middle schooler can dive into discussing relevant topics together with us crazies. Woo! Yeah, we are in this world, but not of it. You'll be able to tell. <laughs> Bringing a bit of clarity to situations we face today by turning to what the Bible teaches. Media devices can isolate us from each other, but we want to use this podcast as a tool to connect, teach kids to live moral and faithful lives, and to have mastery over their media. Because we like to make it easy. You can find and please share Going Against the Flow on all major streaming platforms. Do us a favor, like, like subscribe, subscribe, download, and share. The podcast as that helps more people find us. Yes, four steps. Like, like subscribe, download, and, and share. Thank you for listening. Here we go. Day. Oh yes, it's the good day the Lord has made, the day to remember St. Patrick. I was born in England, Kyla, you know that? Yes. But I'm an Irish lass at heart because many years ago, a young, beautiful American girl flew to the hills of the Emerald Isle, all the way from Ohio, the day after she graduated from high school, to reach the Irish people and tell them about the peace of God. And as she was preaching one day on the streets, a young man came with red curls and sparkly green Irish eyes, and they instantly fell in love. <laughs> And this is a true story. This is actually how my parents met. So my, my dad, grandparents. Yes, your grandparents. My dad is an Irish man and my mum is an American and then they raised me in England. So I'm English, but I'm I have Irish blood. I have plenty of cracking mad family members who are equally the most loving people on the planet. But I want to tell you all about St. Patrick. Because on St. Patrick's Day, there's lots of green things and sparkly shamrocks and all these fun parades and things. And we actually just finished a race. Kylie did a 5K. I did a 15K called yep. the Shamrock in Mayhem. But on this day, there's lots of parties and alcohol. But do they know why they are actually partying? I mean, who needs a, a good reason to party anyway? But they are actually partying for a very good reason. St. Patrick was born in, they don't know if it was Wales or England, but it was along the coast, west was coast. Was he a human or a leprechaun? He was a real person. Hmm. He was born in around 386 AD. We're in 2020 now, and this was 386. 2021. 2021, and that was, he was born in 386. <laughs> Into a really wealthy family. So he was raised in a very comfortable, probably lived on a villa on the ocean side of England. Not very luxurious, it's cold. But what happened is when he was about 15 or 16 years old, on that coast there were always Irish pirates, real pirates back then. And they kidnapped him at age oh, 16. Gosh. And he was enslaved in Ireland for six years. But what they made him do was look after like goats and sheep on the mountainside. And um, he was raised a Christian from a Christian home. He was sort of like a shepherd and he would pray at nighttime. And as he was there for six years, his relationship grew in the Lord, grew closer to the Lord. But what is really cool is he had dreams and visions. There's, there's a whole history about his life. About six years in, he had this vision and this voice said to run to the coast. There's a ship waiting there and you can get on board. 
So he ran, he left, he escaped out of the from his masters. How do you he escape? They just I mean, I guess he was a sheep. I mean, looking after <laughs> sheep. sheep. He was looking after sheep, so there's a lot of land, and he one night just got all the guts with him in him and he had this really compelling dream and he mm-hmm. felt it was the Lord telling him that he could escape. So he left and there was a ship there mm. and he left that whole situation and then he felt so, because he was rescued, he felt so strong and compelled to become a priest. So he moved to France to pursue his calling of becoming a priest. Whilst he was there, he had more dreams and visions and this is this is true in the bible there's always god speaks to people and prophets through dreams and visions it still happens today this is what happened to saint patrick he saw someone in his dream that he had known in ireland when he was living there and the person said holy child come back to us come back to us so he felt like he was supposed to go back to ireland where was they that had, his parents no they said holy child probably they think because um at that time he was a younger you know, he was younger. He was 16, 17, 18. Oh. Um, Wait, how old is he now? Pre mid to late 20s. Oh. He's in France studying to be a priest. So he went back to the land that held him originally as a slave and he wanted to win them all to Jesus. So he started a church in this city called Downpatrick and he started evangelizing and traveling throughout Ireland and thousands of people came to know Jesus. There was a revival and people were set free from sin and salvation came to the land through St. Patrick. He trained up other priests. He trained up other missionaries to send out to other parts of the world. So that is what we're celebrating. When you think of St. Patrick, the good work of St. Patrick, what he did for the salvation of Ireland, a beautiful, brave hero of a man who clearly lived his life to go against Mm -hmm. the flow. He was a hero of the faith. He... You'd never have thought that There's he would have gone. There's a day for him. There's an actual day dedicated to him. The day he died, um, March 17th, is the day we remember his life. I actually have been to his grave. It's near Belfast, and he, the grave is in the same city, Down Patrick, where he planted his first church. So he is a hero of the country, he's a hero of the faith, and these people don't even realize that they're celebrating all the work that this yeah. Christian did. So one day, I'll take you to his grave, Kyla. And the topic of the day is why 12 year olds are important. All right, so folks, instead of jumping into fun facts right now, we're going to actually switch things up a little bit and and, uh, jump into a brand new segment. Here we go. All right, Kyla, I want you to read Luke chapter 2, verse 41 to the end. Every year, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for the festival of the Passover. So every year, Jesus' parents, who are they? Mary and, uh, I mean, <laughs> Mary and Joseph. Yeah, not Mary and Adam. <laughs> Mary and Joseph were Jesus' parents, and every year they went to the Passover, which is like a big party festival in Jerusalem. Yeehaw. When he was 12 years old, they went up to the festival, according to the custom. After the festival was over, while his parents were returning home, the boy, Jesus, stayed behind in Jerusalem. So they went to Jerusalem, which was a long journey, to this big festival, the Passover. 
Jesus was 12. And Jesus stayed there. Jesus stayed there. But they were unaware of it. They didn't know. Yes. Thinking he was in their company, they traveled on for a day. What? Mary and Joseph <laughs> left Jesus, their 12-year-old, in Jerusalem and traveled for a day. They didn't even realize he wasn't with them. They began looking for him among their relatives and friends. Okay, so it was a big family. It was kind of like Home Alone. They went on a big family trip. When so they, they didn't realize that they they were leaving one child behind. Jesus, the son of God. They left I him. think he can survive. <laughs> when they did not find him. <laughs> Hold on. You think he's only 12? You really think he can survive this being left home alone? He turned water into Actually, wine. He wasn't even he home alone. He walked on water. He was water. in Jerusalem, an unknown land. God. Now you made me lose where I All was. All right, back up. When they did not find him, they went back to Jerusalem to look for them. For him. Okay. So that must have been about two days because they were traveling. They were traveling one day out. Then they're like, oh my, Jesus, Jesus where are you? Yeah. <laughs> How do you lose Jimmy? Jesus? Jesus, where are you? So they turned around, gone another day, another day's travel. What happened next? Are you going to interrupt me? Probably. <laughs> After three days, they found him in the temple court sitting oh among gosh. the teachers. Hold on. Listening to them and asking them questions. Okay, stop, stop, Everyone stop. No, who stop. heard him was amazed at his understanding and his answers. Can you imagine being alone for three days without your family in a completely unknown place that you've never been b- before? Maybe every year. <laughs> <Over Passover. laughs> and not only that, your parents left you. You didn't have a phone to contact them, but you just figured, oh, I guess they'll figure out I'm missing. Day one goes, a whole day goes, a whole day number two goes, day number three. How would you be feeling? I would feel survived. How would you feel in your heart? Happy. That's not true. Well, like happy that you found me no, after three days. You haven't found him yet. I'm telling you, I'm asking you, how would you be feeling in this three day? I'd be very angry at you. So you'd be angry. She wouldn't come back for me. But just hold on, because where did they find him? After three days, they found him in the temple court, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. He was speaking back and forth with teachers and scholars of the Bible in the church. That's the temple. He was with adults. That's like you talking to pastors and teachers about the Bible, and they're being amazed at what you understand and know. Go on. When his parents saw him, they were astonished. His mother said to him, Son, why have you treated us like this? Your father and I have been anxiously searching for you. Why were you searching for me? He asked. Didn't you know I had to be in my father's house? But they did not understand what he was saying to them. Then he went down to Nazareth with them and was obedient to them. But his mother treasured all these things in her heart. And Jesus grew in wisdom and stature. Stature? Is stature a word? Yeah. And in favor with God and man. So what did he mean when he said, I need to be in my father's house? I need to be telling these people more about God, I guess, or him. He said, why were you searching for me? Didn't you know I had to be in my father's house? Who is Jesus' father? Himself. Well, God. (laughs) Wait, no, Joseph. Wait, what? I know. You're just as confused as Mary. God. Is Jesus's father? No, Father God Joseph in heaven is Jesus's father. Joseph is 
technically, and you know I don't use that word very much because everybody seems to use it, it's a fad, but this is the proper use of the word technically. (laughs) Joseph is technically Jesus's stepfather because he's not his biological father. Well, then who's who's his father then? Because God. But God didn't. How did Mary get pregnant, Kyla? By an angel, not God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I've got a lot to teach this child. The angel was the person who came to tell Mary that she was going to have a baby. But the angel put the baby inside of her. No, God did. It was a miracle. Mary was a virgin. She means she never had time with a man. So Jesus doesn't have a human father that's real? No. Besides himself, I guess. Jesus is God. They're all one in of the same, the three in one thing. But Jesus, God is also apart from Jesus because God is his father. That's why he said, didn't you know I had to be in my father's house? God's house is the church. So him. God. (laughs) So Mary didn't know what he was talking about, just like you. But after a while, she realized, oh, yeah, God is his father. Then he went down to Nazareth, which is where he's from, Jesus of Nazareth. So they had traveled from Jerusalem to Nazareth, and he was obedient to them. So Jesus was obedient to his parents. But his Why wouldn't he be? Well, yeah, I'm just telling you. The Bible says that he was. He was a good kid. His mother treasured all these things in her heart, and Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. So I just think it was really cool. Like of all the things about Jesus' life, there's not much that says about his childhood, but it does specifically say when he's 12 years old, this is what happened. <gasps> oh, my phone. I Mom! didn't put it on silent. Ah, <laughs> uh, turn it off. Oh, it says unknown caller. Hold on, I'm going to answer it right now. No, don't. Hello? Hello? Hello Hello there. Hello. (laughs) Hello, yeah, this is is Rachel and Kyla. Uh, We have you on the podcast. Who who is this? This is Larry. This is Larry Patrick O'Reilly. I'm calling (laughs) from below the tree. Below the tree. I've never before. Where are you from? I'm, I'm from Ireland. I'm from Ireland. Wow, we have an Irishman calling us. <laughs> because I've never done this before. I've never been on the internet, the fishing net. What's it's called the fishing net? <laughs> no, the internet. Yeah, no. This is the Going Against the Flow podcast, and you're ah, on live the, right now. That's right. That's against the flow. We're going against the flow. It's very, very good. And my children. Hey, ch- ch- come here, come here, come here. I've got a few children coming. Grandchildren, great grandchildren. Because leprechauns live for a very long time. And, <gasps> You're a uh, leprechaun? I am. What? You must have heard of the little... Like the, um, like the guy on the Lucky Charms box? <laughs> yes. Yes, a bit, a bit like that. A bit like that. Wow. We're, we're Are you a Christian one. leprechaun? Of course. Of course, <laughs> because, of course I am. Yes, indeed. Because I go right back to the time when St. Patrick was in Ireland oh, as a young lad. We Remember were just talking him? about him. Yeah. What you were. Yeah. We're telling the listeners all about who St. Patrick actually is. Oh, my goodness. So you knew him? That's wonderful. Because, of course, it's St. Patrick's Day today. Yes. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. (laughs) Yeah. Happy St. Patrick's Day to you, too. What do you do over there to celebrate? We have a few uh, dances and jigs. And uh, we worship as well. We worship, of course. And we pray. 
and we sent more leprechauns out because we're still doing what Patrick did. We're still sending out missionaries, and we have missionary leprechauns go out all <laughs> over the world. To other we leprechauns? Do, we certainly, but we don't do any of that other stuff. You know, Patrick, he was, he didn't drink and fool around and make the rivers green and all that kind of stuff. He did real miracles, and he preached the gospel. He preached the good news. That's wow. what he did. That's what Patrick did. Wow, well, thank you for calling us today. That was yeah. an amazing surprise. <laughs> it said unknown well, caller, and I thought, I'm just going to answer it. I didn't think oh, it was going to be a leprechaun. Thank you so much for answering it, and, and keep, up, uh, keep up the good work. That's a great, great little thing you've got there, the podcast. That's, I've never seen a podcast. <laughs> the only pods I know about are pea pods. <laughs> pea pods, because we grow the peas in the garden, you know. And so we're all around the fire, and we listen to the podcast every time you come on. Oh, you're, thank you're you, you. Thank you. We'll keep sharing Rachel. it with all your other leprechaun friends. <laughs> and tell them to subscribe. Tell them all to subscribe, because the more downloads like, you get, subscribe the for us. Share. Write oh, some I'll reviews. Tell them all right. I'll tell the leprechauns all over the world, because we're only just getting into the internet nowadays. Good. Out about these things, but we don't tell anybody. It's still a secret. So, <laughs> right. But well, we always go against the flow. Well, thank you so much. We really appreciate your call and uh, wish you a very happy St. Patrick's Day to you and your family. God bless you all. Yes, God May bless you. The blessing of St. Patrick be with you. How brilliant was that, Kyla? <laughs> what a lovely little leprechaun. Keeping things fresh, we have another new segment for you listeners. Dig, 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 dig. dig. Dig, 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 So in this segment, we're really going to dig a little bit deeper into the Bible story or the Bible passage that we just previously read and talked about. So this is Luke chapter 2, verse 41 through to the end to verse 52. I really want you all to read that for yourselves and dig, dig, diggity, dig in. The reason I really wanted to talk about this, who Jesus was as a 12-year-old, is because it literally spells out for you what type of kid he was. And in church, we always learn about how we want to identify with Christ, the type of man he was, the example that he led and made a way for us, how we're supposed to treat others with love. And I just think it's so incredible that the Bible covers story from when he was born, doesn't say anything until he's like 29 years old and starts going into ministry, but it does focus on when he's 12 years old, exactly your age. This is the only age that was expanded on for Jesus's life. So I believe that there really is a very special purpose for your life when you're 12. It really is the last year of childhood you're going to turn to a teenager at 13 <laughs> how do you feel about to turn 13 what are you going to do your life is over childhood <laughs> childhood is, is over. over how do you feel about that happy you happy yes i get to finish school soon your child is dying you know you're always actually always gonna always be in child inside <laughs> i feel like child sometimes i'm mostly tired like a baby <laughs> you feel like a baby yes how do you tell me about how you feel? I feel happy and magical. Tell me why. What are the reasons? Um, because you said soon I'll be able to drive. Get out of school. Get out of school. You just you're looking forward to driving, having some independence. Going to Florida, you know. 
<laughs> on your own? Yes. Oh, okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. God cares so much for you at your age where you're at that he made sure to include this story in his word just for you to be able to identify with Jesus when he was your exact age. What, what? So I want to take these specific traits that Kyla and I pointed out and practically apply them to our life now today how we can grow to be more like Jesus more like 12 year old Jesus here mm-hmm. and now with modern examples so just know we aren't experts by any means or scholars or theologians but that's also what's cool about our God and having a relationship with him is we don't have to be theologians to understand who he is and his character and to be more like him just a mum and a daughter here in the Bible asking questions. Kyla asks questions. I don't know the answers. I have to find them out. <laughs> I have to figure out what's going on. And uh, it's, But this is the living word of God that applies to us here, now, and today. Okay, Kyla, so let's back it up a little bit. We're going to pull from Jesus' story, this story we just read about him at 12 years old, to recognize some of his traits and qualities of his character. He's 12 years old and you're 12 years old. So I want you to identify some things about him, who he is as a 12 year old. What did you pick out from this story telling you about the type of person Jesus was at 12? He was definitely not scared. Fearless. He he was smart. Yeah. He was articulate. He was clever. But said Mary was astonished at the fact that he was having grown-up conversations with these scholars and teachers and pastors in the temple but but technically he is god so he know all the answers yeah i just don't know he's he's a hundred percent human and a hundred percent god so i don't know about any of that i mean that's a good thought as well so the things i picked up were he was fearless he was independent he took care of himself Mm -hmm. he fed himself he was there not only three days but Two nights. So you get really scared at night time mm-hmm. when you're by yourself, or anyone does. He washed himself. He, you know, made a place for himself. He was confident and explorer. <laughs> well, um, well, I can wash myself. Yeah. Some, <laughs> some kids can't. Some kids don't know how to. Just saying. He was an innovator, meaning like whatever situation was thrown at him, he just decided to go with the flow or go against the flow. he decided he was going to take the situation for what it's worth and run with it make the best of it and learn from it and just adapt really well he was resilient he was a survivor remember that survivor challenge you dad and the joss and rain did yeah yeah you what was the challenge you ever stayed outside outside the longest yeah (laughs) recorded and it was like four hours long but no one went in mom made us come in yeah, it was getting Grandma too cold. Grandma said she'd pay us $15 each if we went out. Because it was getting too cold. But you you innovated your situation. You found shelter in the shed. You you got your... <laughs> you're all able to have like three items of supplies. You took a pillow and something mm-hmm. else, didn't you? So he was patient. I think this was amazing that he went three days not really bothered about where his parents were. And you get freaked out after three minutes and I'm picking you up late from swim practice. No, I'm just freezing cold and I don't want to wait anymore. You're also very concerned and worried and impatient. I'm not worried. Text me. You come in? Where are you? You come in? Well, I don't want to wait. <laughs> <laughs> the firstborn, so he was responsible, trustworthy, 
makes his parents proud. Also said he was a listener. He was listening to these teachers, having that conversation. A learner. He was teachable, respectful in the word, passionate about God and the Bible. He also asked questions. So I really love how many questions you ask, how much you want to dig, how much you want to learn. That shows a sign of wisdom that you want to learn, that you want to grow. You have that hunger. You want to know these things. And you ask really good questions all the time. He was very wise. He had manners. We're talking about manners last week. I'm sure he was a pleasure to be around. He was (laughs) Jesus. And he was obedient. It says there specifically that he was obedient. And he grew in wisdom, stature, and in favor with God and man. So stature means that he grew in height as he grew taller. But it also means as you um, grow in your reputation, what people think of you, how you are amongst others. And in your social circles, you're kind of a revered person. And you have Mm -hmm. a good reputation. Okay, so Jesus took care of himself. Tell me about some ways that you can take care of yourself. Wear deodorant. Wear deodorant, yes. There are lots of girls who don't know about deodorant. Deodorant is key. Boys, deodorant (laughs) is key. Thread shoelaces. Mm, Don't even know. Oh my gosh, Kyla. That's easy. (laughs) Okay, okay, we've got to teach you how to do it. Oh wait, like the... Like put put the shoelaces in the holes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ding! (laughs) (laughs) Jesus was a survivor what do you need to do in an emergency wow yep do you know how to use first aid do you know how to use a fire extinguisher no what would you do if there was a fire in a pan on the stove turn the stove off (laughs) (laughs) but if it was a big fire and you couldn't get near it I would go to the sink and dump water on it oh boy we don't even have a fire extinguisher in our house. I know. We don't have a fire extinguisher. <laughs> but what you would do is you'd actually try and put the lid on it of the pan or you'd douse baking soda, a, a big bucket box of baking, <laughs> box of baking soda onto it because that will distinguish it. A water might actually make the fire even r- more rampant. There's some cool first aid classes and learning how to do CPR online through the American Red Cross. They also offer babysitting basics classes for age 11 and up. So if you're ever interested in even starting your own babysitting business, it's like four hours of a class for 45 bucks. And you can learn... a lot of money. It's a lot of money, but you can make a lot of money doing babysitting. So if you get the appropriate training, they teach you how to... um, you know, be safe in an emergency, provide care for every age, how to recognize different behavioral issues in different kids, even, you know, just being a babysitter and what to do, how to handle these different child behavioral situations. So that's a, that's a pretty cool thing. Would you be interested in that? (laughs) They teach you to sit on babies? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) Fix a bike tire oh mom recently told me that today <laughs> yeah well we pumped up the butt tires didn't we yeah we did. see because I, I looked over this list and i thought oh i've got to get a couple of these taken care of but she knows now how to pump up a tire yes, jesus can. was smart articulate and a learner how are some ways that you could become smart and more articulate not write like five-year-old so cursive writing which is a forgotten skill People type now, but kids don't even know how to type in proper form. Kyla, I do. Type. Yeah. 
Kyla's learned how to do the type. There's free typing classes online. Writing on an envelope. Tell me what you need to put on an envelope, Kyla. The person's name. Yeah. Their address. Where do you put that on the envelope? The right side. Right edge. Um, are you sure? Out of the right corner. The right top corner. <laughs> the left top corner. What am I saying wrong? Um, you're saying it all wrong. What? The person's address goes slap bang in the middle of the envelope. No edges, no corners. Okay, well, something goes on the right side. On the right side? What do you think? Make sure you're not getting your left and rights confused. <laughs> something goes on the left side. Yep, what goes on the left? The person's address, I think. <laughs> what I person's know. address? I don't even know how to read. Okay, so <laughs> we found out that we need to teach Kyla how to do an envelope. We've done it quite countless times before, but she has, obviously hasn't done it enough. So here it is. You put the person who you're writing the letter to slap bang in the middle. Okay, next. On the left corner, you put your address. In America, that's what we do. In England, in Europe, you put the sender's address would be on the back. In America, we put it on the top left-hand corner. On the right-hand corner is... A stamp. Oh. Okay. Did anyone know that at home? Did nope. anyone know how to write? So sad. All right. Jesus' character. He was confident. Tell me some ways that you can display confidence. Positive. <laughs> yeah, you just be positive. Happy. Yeah. Smile. Introduce yourself. That's to being positive. Make eye contact. Firm handshake. Play an instrument. You know it takes a lot of guts to, to play an instrument in front of people. <laughs> yeah. You'd never like doing that. Talking in public. No. Jesus was an independent child. So how can you display independence today? No. Do your homework assignments by yourself. Yeah. Make your lunch in the morning. Don't need help for things like that where it's just a matter of being lazy or actually doing it. Prepping for school on time. Making mm, your bed. That one's... Taking care of pets. Your own pets. Kyla's got a pet rat. She takes care of it. She manages her own money. She knows how to pack a suitcase. (laughs) And taking care of younger siblings when you're older. You're dependable. You're trustworthy. Jesus was trustworthy. Always telling the truth. Staying home alone. He was fearless. He was an explorer. He learned how to talk to older people. He could have a conversation, engaging conversation, asking questions, like we said. The first step to wisdom is asking questions. He was an innovator and resilient. Something... Tough happens, but you be creative and you don't make excuses or give up. All right, just want to wrap up today with some final thoughts. And actually, we want you to do a challenge. 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 We want you to write five things you'd like to learn. Pick a couple items from what we talked about today. Um, write a letter, properly address it, stamp and mail it out. Or Learn how to type. Yeah, it's free typing classes. Sign up for the American Red Cross Babysitting Basics if that interests you. Or if you're a boy, learn how to fix a tire. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, babysitting too, whatever. Really work on your patience. When waiting for your ride, have an attitude of gratitude and text a thankful message instead of hurry up. The next time a grown-up comes into your life for whatever reason, even just stops by and says hello. You go up to them, intentionally reach out your hand and shake hands with them. That will really boost your confidence. Put a mask on. 
but you will stand out from the crowd because remember, we are going, going against, against the flow. And also, once again, read um, Luke 241 <laughs> for yourselves and discuss that with your mum and dad. So, I just want to end today. You are really valued. You're important as a 12-year-old in this generation. You've been chosen for this time. You've been chosen for these difficult, really stressful times. We've not had a pandemic like this ever before. Not in my lifetime, anyway. But the things that you're dealing with at school, with you know, lack of social interaction and all the adjustments that are happening and everything just bombarding in social media. You're, you are here for a reason, for a purpose. God has a plan for your life. There's no, it doesn't make any accidents. And you're here for such a time as this. We're here for you. We want to hear from you. We want to hear things that you're struggling with, dealing with. And um, just know that you are loved by our Father. He has a plan for your life. He has a direction for you. And just be confident in that. All right. We really hope you have a wonderful St. Patrick's Day. Now that you know the real story behind St. Patrick, Kyla and I want to bid you a farewell blessing. Uh, before you leave, before <laughs> we see you again. May the road rise to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face. And the rain fall soft upon your fields. And until we meet again, may, may God, God hold you in the hollow of his hand. We'd be so grateful if you could share us with all the families you know who have middle school kids. We all need support and will benefit from Christ-centered teachings. We also have a Facebook page for us parents to connect. Search Going Against the Flow podcast. We want to be able to encourage one another, ask questions and pray for one another. You can also let us know of some more topics you'd like us to cover. Finally, we have a website with some Going Against the Flow apparel that not only looks cool but helps support us so we can keep making relevant and fun Christ-centered www.goingagainsttheflow.com So join our community that doesn't follow society but stands for truth. There's a lot of us out there. We just need to find one another. We'll go.